This is Prep Spotlight on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. Grabbed all near side room, 35-30, cuts back between the hashes, 25-20. There he goes, veering right, 10-5, end zone, touchdown Packers. Chase Miller and Brad Anderson will give you the lowdown on high school athletics up and down the Red River Valley. Chrisman past the 45, trucks the defender at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. Can he go? 15, 10, 5, touchdown! A 60-yard rush by Caleb Chrisman, and the Deacons hit Painter for the first time tonight. Play action, Harless looking left, now looks right. He'll fire deep, far side, Vasquez leaping catch at the 30-yard line. There he goes with the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Warbirds. This is Prep Spotlight. Y'all ready for this? A good Wednesday evening following the UND Coaches Show. Prep Spotlight, Chase Miller, Brad Anderson in the house for you as we are into now the month of October. Our first October edition of Prep Spotlight here and coming up later on in the show. About 10 minutes or so from now is going to be Hillsborough Central Valley head football coach Scott Olson as the Burroughs tangle with Ellendale Edgeley Collum in Class A. That's going to be a Region 1 championship pretty much game for Region 1. Also championship games, Brad, is nine-man football. I don't know who put the schedule together, but like in the NFL, you keep all the divisional teams like for week 15, 16, and 17. That's kind of what a uh, nine-man region football is with region one, region five, and region six, Brad, all have undefeated teams in their regions in terms of region play going up against each other this Friday night. You got to love that too because, I mean, that really there's so much on the line, obviously the region championships, but some of these teams would like that week off. You win, you get, you're going to get that first round bye and don't play for a couple of weeks. Maybe uh, – Heal up some injuries, shore some things up here once uh, once you get into playoff time, and uh, that week uh, that week's huge for some coaches. Some would say, you know what, that's fine. We'll we'll play we'll play whoever's in front of us week by week. But I think to a man, I think if you uh, you kind of cornered coaches and said, yeah, we'll take that week off and uh, gear up for the postseason if it's there. Let's talk about some of these matchups out in Region Six: Mohall, Lansford, Sherwood at Divide County, the Maroons. In Region 5, you have the runners-up from last year in New Salem, Glen Allen, going up at Shiloh Christian, a perennial power out in the capital city. Then in Region 1, we'll have it for you right here on 740 The Fan Friday night, Thompson at Weimare, Lidgerwood. A couple of those games, Brad, has a couple of top five teams going up against each other. Yes, uh, that one, uh, New Salem and Shiloh, is really interesting because that is the contrast in styles. We saw New Salem last year just kind of churn it out and grind it up and try to you know, uh, where where Thompson down last year in the state finals, see if they can control the clock. Shiloh's obviously a team that can get up and down the field pretty quick. Uh, yeah, Thompson Weinmuir Lidgewood is going to be fun. I think you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of points. I think you're, I'd, I'd be surprised if it's not somewhere in that 30 to 40 range. And Thompson uh, really got it done last week in the second half against North Prairie, down in that game in the second half, and really finished strong. And uh, and we had Brady Schwab on the show last week, and uh, that. Uh, that's a team that played like champions there. And the one thing I that may be an edge to Thompson we'll see is the fact that you go back to Cavalier, you go back to North Prairie, you know, that's, that's some stiff competition that they've faced. You know, the Warbirds have played some pretty good competition as well, but uh, the, the Tommies have really stepped it up a notch. And the thing with this game, too, you mentioned Cavalier. The winner of this game doesn't have to worry about being in that same bracket where mm-hmm. the loser of this game more than likely is going to have an opportunity to, to play Cavalier if they can take care of business. So, so Brad, I, I know in nine-man football, we t- 
mentioned the, Brady mentioned the run a couple of years ago by Richland where they talk, knocked out every top yeah. five team in the state. In nine-man football, you get a bye, which gets you the second round. But also, if you get to that second round, you might start seeing uh, a team that's been ranked number one or number two throughout the entire part of the season. Yeah, with uh, I think the depth of nine-man you know, in that top half that I think you're going to get somebody good every week. Uh, and that's a great example of Richland a couple a couple of years ago, and it was I think Cavalier and then Thompson and Shiloh, I believe, in that order. Ooh, I mean, that was murderer's role, and they handled it very well. And I think you look at a at a Thompson or Weinmere Lidgerwood that they, with the experience that Thompson has, and they're not so senior dominated, where Weinmere Lidgerwood has 12, 13 seniors that are kind of geared up for this type of run. I think they're they're ready for anything that uh, that's going to be thrown at them. Thompson at Weimar. Lidgerwood will have the game for you, as Brad said, right here on 740. The fans, 7 o'clock is the opening kickoff from Weimar on Friday night. Brad, will get to uh, Class A here in a second with uh, Scott Olson in Hillsborough Central Valley going up against Ellendale Edgley Cullen. But in Class 3A, there's a couple of games out west. Bismarck High against Bismarck Legacy, the Demons and the Sabres and the Bull. And then in our own backyard right here, two teams that are undefeated, the last two teams undefeated in the EDC. The top-ranked was Fargo Packers. They've been ranked wire-to-wire so far the Fargo South Bruins Brad going up against each other yeah it's uh South's gonna have a tough road here to try and finish obviously this one with West Fargo but they've got an our tribal game with Davies and then a real critical one with Cheyenne at the end of the year but uh, yeah they're gonna be the if there's anybody anybody that can keep up with West Fargo and the answer has been no at least to this point we'll see if South can do it and uh you know a good response after getting beat by Bismarck they come back and win Last week, and uh, you know, Coach Coles was doing some some nice things there. We've talked about uh, what they can do uh, through the air a lot. See if they can kind of beat West Fargo at their own game a little bit. We'll get to a little bit more volleyball happening this weekend in Fargo. It's the Shields Invite Tournament that's happening this weekend. We crowned a couple of champions in Class A and State Girls Golf. We'll get to that a little bit later on as well. But, Brad, uh, Region 1, the game game of the Class A week. Everyone's going to be looking at Class A Region 1, top-ranked Hillsborough Central Valley, and top-ranked Ellendale Edgecombe because they've both been either one or two the entire season. I know we're going to talk with Burroughs head coach Scott Olson here in a little bit, but what do you see as the final outcome in this one down there in Edgeley? I I don't know. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't. I mean, they're they're so evenly matched. They're so matched up. You look at the, you know, maybe a little bit more experienced edge at quarterback with uh, with Jacob DeWald. Maybe uh, yeah, they've got two really good running backs with with you know Green Ike on the EEK side and Skager and. They both have a lot of a lot of experience doing this, though, and I mean it. It really is a toss-up, and and that's another one too. If you win, you got a chance for home field, maybe throughout the playoffs, at least through the uh, the first round uh, of uh, at least in the quarterfinals. But uh, you look, you know, whoever loses that game might have to go up to Langdon, play Langdon, Edmore, Munich. EEK did it last year, and I'm sure they could go up there and be confident that they could do it again, but. Uh, you and I were talking about this weeks ago. You're trying to balance things out of the East about who's going to play what. Langdon got the upper hand at shutting out Carrington last week mm-hmm. in Region Two. Impressive score, by the way. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, and I don't know if they're getting enough. You know, I, we had Jody Norstead on a few weeks ago from Midco Sports Network, and and he's kind of said that too. He says I don't know if they're getting as much credit and as much pub as they should because uh, with, with Delvo and Anthony Economy and that whole group of players, they're good. 
It's Class A at its finest. It's Class Nine Men at its finest. We we had the slobber knocker out in the capital city last week in Class AA with Shanley and St. Mary's, and we mentioned a couple 3A games as well. We're going to take a quick timeout. We come back. We're going to preview that Class A game with Hillsborough Central Valley head football coach. That is Scott Olson, Chase Miller, Brad Anderson. This is Prep Spotlight here on 740 The Fan. Prep Spotlight here on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. A big game in Region 1 Class A football coming up in just a couple nights from now on Friday night in Edgeley, North Dakota. Hillsborough Central Valley against Ellendale Edgeley Column, the Burroughs and the Thunder. Both teams have pretty much been ranked number one or number two for most of the season. And with us now on our Matt's Automotive Service Center fan line is the head football coach for Hillsborough Central Valley. That is Scott Olson. And, and Scott, let's talk about your 6-0 start in the season. How has everything gone? Four shutouts to Defensively, I know the offensive line has been a big part on this team, too, in terms of the offensive side. But your defense, I tell you what, Scott, it's been hard to get some yards and get up some points against you so far this year. Yeah, we're doing a great job of uh, getting guys to the ball. Um, you know, we're physical up front in our front seven, and, and we're forcing teams that, that traditionally want to run the ball you know, into passing situations where they're not comfortable. And, and we're doing some decent stuff on the back end, too. But uh, we haven't faced a team like we're going to face this on Friday either, where they got a couple backs that are all-state caliber. And, a tight end who's good and, and a quarterback who's very underrated. You know, they uh, they do a lot of things very well, and there's a reason why they were the champs last year, and they return a lot of guys, and it'll be a test. I want to go back to last week, Coach, 32 nothing against Kindred. You held them to an, an, a team that wants to run the ball with Butcher and uh, Keaton Rustad, and 46 yards total of offense. You really shut them down. You just talked about kind of guys flying to the football, and that really starts with your, your defensive line. They, I know when I saw you guys early in the year, the one thing out of your defense that really impressed me the most was your front line. When we didn't Going into the game last week, we didn't know how our D tackles were going to hold up because they're watching them on film. They do a great job double-teaming. You know, their misdirection in the, in the in the backfield and but our our D tackles played great. Our D ends did, did what we wanted them to do and we wanted to make it a big, a big cluster there in the middle and that's what we did and guys got off blocks and, and you know kinda of just opens up holes for linebackers and we had Isaac Luther had like nine tackles the first the first uh, half and you know, he played great, but that's uh, giving credit to the to the D line as well. Interesting. You you had a very successful season in Double A. Really, a couple of years in Double A where you competed just fine, and you ended up sliding down to A. There were some teams that went with you. Obviously, Kindred was one of them. Lisbon, uh, Maple Valley, Enderlin. But you know, it was a different year with the fact where you're going to face some different teams. And you think you're going down a class, thinking, oh, you're going to maybe go down a little bit in caliber. Far from it. You uh, you stepped into a hornet's nest in a really good region. No, for sure. Yeah, we knew that going in. You know, I, even when we went up to Double A, our whole thing was football. Football it doesn't matter what what population you are. You you want to play some good football, and and Double A added, and moving down from Double to, to Single, uh, it's been the same way. You know, going in with with um, Kindred coming with us. You know, Edgley returning all those guys. You know, it was uh, it was going to be a competitive region, and and it has been so far. I know they say iron sharpens iron, but you're going to get tested the next two weeks before the playoffs start up here with, again, Ellendale Edge column coming up on Friday night. Then you have Fargo Oak Grove for your final regular season home game the following week. I just talk about Friday night's game against the Thunder, and what do you expect uh, from them before you go up against the Grovers next week, Scott? You know, obviously starts with uh, Green Ike. Um, he's, uh, he's, you know, potential player of the year in the whole state, and he's the one that, that we have to key on, and he's going to be, uh, he's going to be tough to handle, but... Uh, if we do it with more than one guy, we uh, like our chances. You know, we have to get, like we've been doing all year, we're getting guys to the football um, and, you know, have being a good, solid tackling team. And then offensively, just doing what we've been doing all year is ground and pound with our big old line and, and, our, and the nice backs that we have. And, 
And uh, if that continues, you know, it should be it should be a battle, that's for sure. Yeah, you got Green Ike, and uh, you've got a good tailback yourself, and Grant Skager. Uh, describe him as a as a runner. Uh, very elusive. You know, not really uh, top end speed, but quickness. You know, he gets to the hole hard and and good vision. And and uh, but with the with the holes we've had so far this year with with our with our line, you know, it's a, it's a credit to them. And and Grant's very thankful for those guys. And so um, he runs hard. That's changed from him from last year. He's he's not going down with one with, with the first guy there. He's he's breaking tackles and. And we're able to give him some rest with, you know, we threw an Oscar Benson in there too. And um, he's, he runs hard. And, and, uh, and then we have a little bit of a change up with Mark Hastings at fullback. You know, he's our, he's our dive guy in our option stuff that we do. And, and uh, he, he ran really hard the other night. When you look at this matchup, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it's going after the, uh, the defending state champs. And you talk about Green Ike and DeWald and you go, you know, through all the names that they have and very impressive. You know, you kind of just look at it from this point a win. And you may have a chance to be home throughout the entire playoffs. I think I think it almost starts there, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's huge implications. It is only a regular season game. That, you know, I would bet anything that we might team again in the playoffs, whether we win or lose. It's uh, definitely you know, would there be a challenge of going to Edgley? I'm sure it'll be packed there. But it's uh, you know, huge, huge implications on on the rest of the season. Hillsboro Central Valley head coach Scott Olson with us here for a couple more minutes on our prep spotlight on 740 The Fan. And uh, Scott, has there been anything that has surprised you or any player that maybe you came into the year knowing that they might have a different role with some guys who graduated from year to year? Anybody that maybe came out and surprised you and, and has put on a, a really good performance that maybe doesn't get the stats, so to speak, like a Grant Skager? Uh, you know, a couple guys, uh, Oscar Benson, they one at linebacker, and Isaac Lucy, linebacker, a couple sophomores that, that we didn't know who was going to play, and they're both end up playing a little more now as the year goes on. Uh, another kid would be uh, Riley Peterson at, uh, at safety and a wide receiver. Um, played his freshman year, didn't play his next two years, and we, we talked him into it. And he's really filled a hole there. You know, losing Kyle Henningsgaard from last year and, and Austin Reed from last year from our defensive backfield. You know, he stepped right in at safety and has uh, five picks through six games. And and uh, he's really, you know, I don't have to worry about him back there because he's smart. He's a ball hawk, and he'll have a big challenge against their tight end. They like their tight end a lot, and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be challenging him to uh, take care of him. Now, offensively, Ryan Trofgruben hasn't had to throw it a lot, but you have uh, you have another Hennings guard on the outside, and you have a tight end too, Tyler Brookstrom, that uh, that can catch the ball and in uh, in run in space too. Yeah, Tyler was a happy surprise when they moved here from Nebraska. Their family did, and they got family up here, and he's a physical, physical kid and has tons of talent. We were happy to have him. Yeah, it uh, Troff is uh, he does what we ask him to do. He doesn't do too much, you know. He uh, he can sling it all over, but uh, you know. It, it's when we we want to run the ball first, and then it opens up the play action for him. Scott, what makes this team so far been able to gel? Because there's going to be injuries sometimes. You might have a guy come out, and the next guy comes in. But what has made this team gel so well? Well, offensively, you kind of been able to do what you've wanted to do for the entire part of the season. We mentioned how stellar your defense has been from top to bottom this year. But what has made this team really come together so far and get to the six and zero start? I think I think it goes back to the basketball season they had last year. You know, they they, they had guys that that figured out how they can win, you know, with Elliot and Rutful doing a great job with those guys. And they kind of figured out how good they can be in that sport. And then it's carried over. You know, I had, we haven't talked about Jack Hammer yet. He's an all state the end who's at mm-hmm. uh, seven sacks the last three games. You know, it's, he's been a dominant force, but he came up to me after the chapter game and just like almost attacked me and say, we're getting one football too. And, you know, I think it all kind of started there and, and uh, pushed themselves in the off season. And it's pushing us here too. in the, during the year. What a fun game, especially you kind of look at, at games and how they kind of fall timing-wise. And, I mean, this is this to me just comes at a at an opportune time, really, for both teams. I mean, one versus two, you're battling in a competitive region. And, I mean, it's just this is what you prepare for. Oh, 
yeah, for sure. You know, we've had you know, Alex McLean is one of their assistant coaches who was my one my my first year he as a as a head coach here. He was their player of the year in North Dakota. He coaches out there, so we've been talking since we got into this region last year. You know, what we knew what they had returning, and they know we had returning, and I know their coaching staff uh, really well, and all great guys, and we all get along, and definitely been circled on on the calendar for a while on both sides, and. And it should be a great atmosphere. Scott, we thank you so much for your time for joining us here on uh, Prep Spotlight. Best of luck on Friday night in Edgeley against Ellendale Edgeley Column, and uh, we'll look forward to talking with you down the line, Scott. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Then again is the head football coach for the Hillsborough Central Valley, Burrow Scott Olson, with us here on Prep Spotlight. Hillsborough Central Valley at Ellendale Edgeley Column on Friday night in Edgeley, opening kickoff at 7 o'clock. The Burrows will finish their regular season portion of their schedule next week with a home game against Fargo Oak Grove. For Ellendale Edgeley Column, after they play the Burrows on Friday night, they go up against Maple Valley Enderlin to close out the regular season. We'll take a quick timeout. We come back, a little state girls golf. We got a little high school volleyball and a whole lot more. Chase Miller, Brad Anderson, this is Prep Spotlight. Light on 740 The Fan. Final segment of Prep Spotlight here on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. Thanks again to Hillsborough Central Valley head coach Scott Olson joining us on our last segment. They got a big game with Ellendale Edgley Cullum coming up on Friday night. Our high school football game on the fan Friday night. A couple of top five ranked teams in the state of North Dakota. Thompson at Weimar Lidgewood opening kickoff at 7 o'clock on Friday. Chase Miller, Brad Anderson with you here. And uh, Brad, I know we've talked a lot of football here so far throughout tonight, but let's give a little kudos to some other programs, especially volleyball's getting in full gear again. It's the Fargo Invitational this weekend, so if you're going to go out and grab a bite to eat around, uh, let's see here, like a sub spot, they're probably going to run into a volleyball team <laughs> somewhere in, in or around Friday night. It's or, very true. Or Saturday, or Saturday afternoon, yes. afternoon. I know we just had the state Class A girls golf tournament uh, in in, uh, Kings Walk and Grand Forks. And I uh, guess, Brad, where would you like to start? Yeah, it's a uh, girls golf. I guess that's really the first state tournament of the fall on either side of the river. And uh, Red River won that. Uh, I want to say it's their home course, but uh, close to home. And uh, they, had, they had really had pretty good uh, pretty good scores all year long. Morgan Heddletweet was the... Um, was the medalist Maggie Manson, who we know, I think, for basketball. Made she's pretty got good a basketball. good sharp, yeah. good shooter. Yeah, she's uh, she was th- what third mm-hmm. in the uh, individual portion. She's had a really she had a really good uh, EDC season as well. So that uh, that's come and gone. They had kind of windy weather, but it wasn't too bad weather wise uh, for that. And then coming up this week, you've got uh, East Region Boys Tennis. Uh, the Grand Fork schools are. Probably the teams to beat there, Red River always, and Grand Fork Central's been awfully tough, but uh, Fargo South, I know it's got a pretty good uh, pretty good program there as well, but that comes up this weekend. Yeah, you mentioned that volleyball invite. You have basically a lot of Class A teams, a good chunk of Class A teams. You've got Central Cass, you've got Kindred that's uh, part of this tournament. Sioux Falls, Washington comes in, and I mean, that's if you're a fan of high school volleyball, and I think there's, there's more and more every day that uh, I think that are kind of embracing the sport and enjoying enjoying the sport you're going to get two full days of it basically uh, throughout uh, throughout Fargo. And I like what they do because they start off the season in Bismarck. They, they they have two big tournaments with Bismarck invite and the Fargo invite and really it's a midway point for a lot of these coaches. Maybe you find, I know it's always the big word is rotation, right? Trying to find out who can maybe step in at mm-hmm. certain spots. This is an opportunity for some players to kind of see what they can do. Maybe some coaches are kind of going, oh, maybe uh, she can play a couple extra sets or a rotation here and there. So a lot of fun. And Brad, the EDC race, tell you what, it's been fun to watch so far in the EDC for Class A volleyball. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you basically have top six teams mm-hmm. or anywhere from 10 and one to eight and four. And you, you throw a few two point matches in there. It really does. Uh, you basically kind of have six 
teams kind of right in the middle with West Fargo, Davies, and North, Devils Lake. We mentioned last week, got a big win over Shanley. Valley City still in play, even though they've uh, dropped a couple of matches here in the last week. Lost a tough one to North and another one to uh, West Fargo. But that's going to be an awfully good race. You're right now you're looking at six, and I would maybe even count Cheyenne as well. Six, seven teams battling for four spots. Out West, same thing. Jamestown's the lone unbeaten. Uh, Century, Legacy, Mandan, St. Mary's uh, all in the conversation too. Talk about a program that's been pretty good over the last decade or so, Jamestown Volleyball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's been a solid, consistent program <laughs> going up against some of the Centuries, the Bismarck Highs, the Minot Highs of the world. Out in the WDA, you go down to Class B, Northern Cass. I know we, we had their coach on, Coach Clapp, a couple weeks ago, and they have continued to roll. The Lisbon Broncos are, are pretty salty in Region 1 as well, Brad. Yeah, it, uh, and that was a pretty good match last week. They went uh, Broncos and Jags went five. And then uh, uh, Lisbon had their big tournament with Enderlin last weekend. Oaks ended up winning that tournament, beating Lisbon in the final. But, uh, you know, really good competition. Richland uh, is very good as well. I actually was sitting next to Craig Poole, their coach, up at the football game on Friday when I was down in Colfax. And he's got he's got a nice young team with some talent. He says just working on a little bit of consistency issues. But over, I think they'll be in the mix. Uh, Central Cass got uh, one of their one of their studs, Lily Pileback. She uh, pretty much lost all last year with an ACL injury. Oak Grove, even Enderlin's c- certainly in the conversation as well. And there's a lot of big matches coming up here in the next couple of weeks in Class B. Northern Cass and Central Cass will play uh, next Tuesday, I believe it is, up at Northern Cass. Uh, Enderlin faces Oak Grove coming up next week. And uh, Lisbon's got a couple of key matches. Lisbon's got to play Central Cass yet. So there's a lot of... A lot of key matches. Region 1 is going to be wide open. I think Region 2 with Mayport CG and Thompson and Park River Fordville Lankin. Of course, they go super region there. Lamore is still unbeaten as they had a chance to try and win that Class B uh, tournament again. Langdon up in Region 4. It's the usual suspects yeah. in some of these regions. <laughs> I was just going to say, these teams sound like they're here a lot in yes. terms of being on the top of their own respective regions. Got a couple more minutes left here for Prep Spotlight we, before we get to ESPN Radio. And Brad, earlier in the show we mentioned about how this is going to be region nine-man regular season championship night almost on Friday night. We talked a little bit about some matchups in the state of North Dakota, but also there's a couple of good ones coming up in the state of Minnesota as well this weekend. Yeah, Brent. a couple that stood out, um, you know, Detroit Lakes and DGF, you know, DL's having a down year. They just they were just one in four, but that's a good matchup. DGF you know, battling with Pequot, Pequot Lakes in Perm in Section 8 AAA. Uh, they've got uh, they got a big matchup with Perm coming up next week, but they're gonna uh, got to face a 4A school in uh, Detroit Lakes. Barnesville is at Crookston right now. It's a Holly Barnesville collision for next Friday. Uh, Crookston and Warroad, kind of the, the the next two in Section Eight AA. Uh, real good nine man matchup. Uh, we talked about Section Six. We had Josh Nordic from Rosse on mm-hmm. last week. Uh, Nevis has been one of the best teams in nine man, especially in that region, Region Six. They're gonna host Norman County East Ulan Hitterdahl. Uh, East Ulan Hitterdahl is four and one with just a one point loss to Wobbin on the season. So that that's an interesting one in nine man as well. And you can't forget about the Spuds. They're playing well. They've won four in a row. Otis Way is putting up some great numbers. They're at Sartell. Uh, Sartell's 0-5 on the year, so hopefully the Spuds go down there and take uh, take care of business. And the Spuds are slowly climbing that pole too, Brad. I yeah. mean, they kind of went in, lost the receiving votes. Now they're kind of just slowly working their way up. And, oh, by the way, that Holly Barnesville game will be on our brother station a week from Friday night. 
on 104.7 Duke FM. Can't wait for that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. That'll basically be for the top spot in Section 8 AA. And if they they play their cards right, they'll maybe play again at the Fargo Dome in early November with a lot more at stake. Uh, Before we bid adieu here, Brad, let's just uh, preview what we have coming up on Saturday, uh, FCS Saturday here. I I know you're you're former alum of of the Concordia Cobbers, (laughs) and they got, as Jack Michaels would call it, a large marge on Saturday afternoon against St. Thomas. Yeah, that's uh, and the Cobbers have played extremely well. I've passed every test to this point. Uh, tough loss with Michael Herzog being out. Um, that uh, you know, it's a next man up. Blake Cragness, a DGF product, going to come in at quarterback. Uh, the team that runs the ball extremely well against a team that defends the run extremely well in St. Thomas and Ben. You know, it's you look at that roster and you look what they present. That doesn't look like it. That's not your everyday D three squad. That's a team that could maybe beat some D could beat some D two Northern Sun type of, of of teams. But great test for the Cobbers. We'll see how they respond. And uh, yeah, should be should be a lot of fun. We'll talk uh, talk some of the FCS after a interesting week to start mm-hmm. things in the Valley. Um, and more to come on that. And uh, yeah, we'll talk a little Dragons as well. Dragons homecoming this week and a tough one with that. Duluth. A couple of homecomings with the Dragons at Shields Field. You have the University of North Dakota homecoming as well. They go up against Northern Colorado. Terry Horan will be our guest on Saturday. Concordia Cobber head football coach. That's FCS Saturday from 10 to 1030. And before that, catch a little hockey talk with Travis Dunn with Around the Rink. That is from 9 to 10 in the morning on Saturday. Brad, thanks again for the first edition of the October Prep Spotlight. Hey, we're, uh, what, uh, we're a little over a month into this now, and I uh, I, I think we're figuring this out. It's been a lot of fun. All I know is it's a month from the Dakota Bowl, which means your and my lives will get a lot more crazy in the next month. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in tonight. And, of course, for Scott Olson, Hillsborough Central Valley head coach during the program, ESPN Radio is next. This is Prep Spotlight. I don't need to try to control.